0: We have a Big 12 football schedule for 2024. It's finally been released. Some thoughts about the schedule and also a weird thing's happening for Kansas football that could end up being pretty cool. We'll discuss that and more coming up here on the Big 12 Watch. I am your host, Josh Neighbors here. Crystal Ball College Football is the channel. 365 Sports is the label that pays. You guys can find the Big 12 Watch wherever you guys get your podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all those places. You all can find me on X slash Twitter at Josh Neighbors underscore. You guys can find the show at NW Pod 365. And you all can find us once again on YouTube. Like the video, subscribe to the channel, all of those things. So yeah, the Big 12 released their football schedule for 2024. Obviously, very exciting. We'll have more of a breakdown as you know we kind of go through this and able to dissect more. What's the best week? Of the schedule, who has the hardest and least hardest schedules? But here's the thing, guys. Th- this is the this is part of the big headline. So there's a few pre-existing agreements. Arizona at K State, Baylor at Utah both have non-conference games that will be played or scheduled that will be played this season as non-conference games. Once again, Arizona is going to go to Kansas State, and Baylor is going to go to Utah. Those two games will not be Big 12 contests. They are both happening in the first three weeks of the season. What that does is, to be honest, it actually just makes Arizona's schedule a bit harder. It makes Baylor's schedule a bit harder. It makes Kansas State's schedule a bit harder. And it makes Utah's schedule a bit harder. But in terms of impacting those schools, for a big 12 championship race. And ultimately what we think will be an automatic qualifier into the college football playoff. There should not be any, well, I mean, you know, in terms of ranking, like there is an impact, but ostensibly as a conference champion, there should not be an impact. So when I look at this schedule off the top, what stands out to me the most? Well, I'll tell you what West Virginia Their schedule is always challenging, and I like the fact that it usually is challenging. You know why it's challenging? Because they play regional rivals, and oftentimes recently, it feels like they've been playing more than one in the same year. This is what I mean. You guys can see it right here. They're at the bottom. I'll pull up a a better version of this. I'll just share with you all my screen and what I'm looking at on Twitter, or on X, I should say but um, bottom quadrant here, lower part of this. And so we're looking at West Virginia's schedule. So I once again, I like what they do here. I really do like them challenging themselves. But what it lends itself to is, you know, when I break things up into quadrants on schedules, it makes their, their quadrants pretty challenging. And so you look at this first quadrant, Penn State's at home, Albany at Pitt and KU. Um, West Virginia played Penn state pretty well last year. I think there's a chance they could play them well again, Penn state. Now Penn state's defense was nasty last year. They do lose a good portion of it, but they're still going to be really good. I think next season, their offense was not that explosive. So I think West Virginia, a second bite at the apple, a full off season. And Hey, if Garrett green could be that dude, you could see a really interesting contest there. They're at Pitt. Pitt's got a lot of work to do to get back to where they were before and they've also got Kansas. All right? But but I also want to know too like uh, everybody's got two buys. This thing breaks up basically perfectly for West Virginia in terms of their blocks. So, they've got hard blocks, but they've got blocks that are broken up 4-4 four, four, and 4. So, you're going to be off-season four games, buy four games, buy four games. Okay, and they've got three at home, one on the road, two at two on the road, two at home, and then uh, I think for their last quadrant, let's see here, same thing. So that second quadrant for West Virginia, the second four games is Oklahoma State on the road, Iowa State at home, K State at home, and then at Arizona. That's a very challenging four-game stretch. They should be underdogs in both of those road games that they play. And if K State's anything like they were last year, they'll be good again. Iowa State, obviously, too. If they're anything like last year, they will be once or you know better than they were last year. They will be good again. All right. That being said, though, you know if West Virginia pulls off a three and one of those first four games, hard to do. But once again, your hardest games—they're I mean, two hardest games. I think. I think KU is better than Pitt, so KU is at home. Penn State's at home, Albany at home. There is a good opportunity there for you to get three wins in that stretch. Two and two would be pretty good if you can go Oklahoma State on the road, Arizona on the road, Iowa State and K-State, both at home. If You go two and two there, we're talking about a, what, five and three team at that point in time. And then if you can crush those last four games at Cincy, Baylor, UCF and at Texas Tech, if you can go three and one there, we're talking about a team that could be it could be a eight, nine win football club, and that could get you in the conversation for a big 12 championship. So West Virginia's schedule is tough. It's fun. It's exciting. And that's why I like it so much. That's why that's the first schedule to me that really did stand out uh, in terms of how this, this year will look. Second thing that stands out, let's go opposite end. Let's go Arizona. All right. Arizona's schedule is very challenging. They've got a stretch where they have a buy in it, but they've got a at K-State non-con game by road at Utah. So the road K-State by road Utah, Texas Tech at BYU, Colorado, West Virginia at UCF. Like, that's a really difficult stretch, especially the at K-State by at Utah, Texas Tech at BYU. That is a very challenging month of your schedule in which you see four teams total, three on the road, and obviously one's a non-con game, but that non-con game is a conference foe uh, in K-State. So that's what stands out. Now, if they navigate that part of the schedule well, let's just say Arizona can get to October 19th, the Colorado game, or get past October 19th, and they can do it with one, two losses. This is going to be a nine-win football team, I think. All right, they've got West Virginia at UCF by Houston at TCU ASU. They have a very good. I mean, they could win all three of those final games depending on where TCU is at that point in time. We'll see where Houston is too. And a lot of things these schedules, guys, it's super dependent on um, on kind of where you know where you are and your and and how these teams end up uh, end up end up performing. Um, I, I do want to highlight you know, uh, one thing here, like which coaches are most on the hot seat. Well, that would be Dave Aranda and Baylor is the number one, right? That's the first school I'm looking at Tarleton state at Utah air force at home at Colorado, BYU at Iowa state. All right. They've got three road games in their first six games. All right. And uh they sh- they could they should beat be well, they could beat BYU at home. Air Force is gonna be tough, even though it's at home. Tarleton State they should beat. Right? But that's that's uh that could be a really rough stretch. Could be a very rough stretch for them. And then their middle three is not not easy either. They got a bye before tech, which is nice. They also have Oklahoma State and TCU at home. Tough games. Those final tour at home. Final, there's another buy that's at West Virginia, at Houston and Kansas. Folks, uh, it's, I don't know. I'm a little worried for Dave Aranda. I bought it on last year, kind of burned me a little bit with how their season went in 2023, 2024. If you're a Baylor fan and you are concerned, uh, yeah, I mean, like you, you should be. I understand why you would be concerned. It does make some sense, right? Road games at Utah, at Colorado, at Iowa State, at Tech, at West Virginia, at Houston, there's a chance Baylor's not favored in any of those, uh, and at home Air Force tough BYU good Oklahoma State Big Twelve championship last year TCU obviously we know what they have in Kansas we know all of those are well either well coached or good teams all right we know that for a fact um, and and I think that that lends itself to you know obviously a, a challenge UCF another one guys another really tough stretch. Their first three, the UCF could go 3-0. and And honestly, they could go 4-0 if they beat TCU on the road and they beat Colorado at home. But they've got at Florida, Cincinnati, at Iowa State, BYU, Arizona, at ASU. So I like where they're playing, schools. Um, you know, I I don't like some of the opponents. Like, like Florida needs to win that game because their schedule is so tough. All right? Um, it's nice to have Arizona at home. You know, it's nice to have Colorado at home. Like, you, you could put yourself in a good spot right Uh, at West Virginia. You've got that. So there's difficulty in the schedule, like especially that big bunch, Colorado at Florida, Cincinnati at Iowa state, BYU, Arizona at Arizona States. Like that is just a big clump of games uninterrupted against, you know, power five schools basically. And that, that could be challenging, but location wise, you actually do like some of their teams and where, you know, some of the teams where they're playing them. I think the coach prime factor, look guys, we're going to find out in the end of the season, how much better is Colorado? Did the Buffs get better? Look at that final four games Colorado's got Texas Tech on the road, Utah at home, KU at home or on the road, and Oklahoma State. All right. Colorado, man, if they're in this thing entering November, good on them. I don't think they'll be in it when they leave November. I don't think two weeks in, we'll be talking about them as a Big 12 title contender. I think it's reasonable to say if you look at those challenges that they have there and you say, Oh my God, look below that. Let's go with a little bit of the uh, Houston Cougars. How about this for year? Number one, they play Oklahoma on the road. in Week number two, they play Cincinnati on the road and TCU on the road. So three on the road in their first six, they might be a dog. They might be a dog on all three of those. They have a tough three game stretch. Honestly, these are all tough. At KU, Utah, and K State together of three games, two at home, nice. But the games are hard. Final three at Arizona, Baylor, at BYU. Also, notice, guys, what you are seeing too across this schedule: a lot, a lot of midweek or of of week action in the Big Twelve. This is something where I think the Big Twelve could become almost your weekday warriors. You could, you know, not, not Maction. We're not going to go that level of things, but, but, um, you know, I don't think we're going, yeah, Maction level. No, but look at a lot of these games, guys. All right. First week, Thursday game for UCF, Thursday game for KU, Friday game for TCU, Thursday game for Utah. All right. Week number two, a Friday night game for SMU and BYU. Uh, and that's, that's there. There's your, you know, week time action. So Arizona and K-State could be Friday or Saturday. Uh, we do not know yet. Friday or Saturday, obviously, uh, yeah, a, uh, Arizona, you're seeing that there, so there's possibility there. Obviously, these are, these are early ones. First week or fourth week, excuse me, final uh, um, fourth week of the season, uh, no midweek action there. And then once we get conference play, you're going to see some. So 10-5, Friday or Saturday for TCU and Houston. Uh, you know, there's an the option there. Friday or Saturday for Utah, Arizona State. The very next week, Friday or Saturday options for BYU and Oklahoma State. Uh, you know, you're seeing that. Let's see down the line as well later in the season. Thursday, Friday, Saturday option for Cincinnati and West Virginia. Okay, so you're seeing there are plenty of options for weekday action in a lot of these games in the Big Twelve on Black Friday. Maybe Black Friday is a place the Big Twelve can make some pushes. Maybe the Big Twelve you know, tries to see if they can get some of their bigger conference games towards the end of the season on Friday, on that Black Friday, if we could see that action, you know, that, that'd be really good. That could be a, an area where the Big 12 ends up picking up some spots. But we'll rank the hardest schedules later on this week. We'll also talk to some other folks about what they think about the Big 12 schedule as well. But it's released. It's very exciting, obviously. The Big 12 is pushing themselves – into a new era with that. All right, some thoughts on hoops will be coming up here uh, on the Big 12 Watch. We'll also, we'll break down everything hoops-related uh, tomorrow, but we did have one game last night. We did have the one game where we saw Houston and Texas in a really, I mean, just awesome game last night. goes to overtime, Houston 76-72. to Jamal Shedd goes absolutely bonkers in this game, 25 points and eight rebounds. This was a game that I think Houston just kind of reemphasizing one thing. They're the best team in the league. KU, Kansas better guess program overall, but, and they're the guess the big dog in the big 12 still. But in terms of this season and where we are right now, if you want to prove you're the best team, I mean, I think KU's got to unseat, I got to unseat Houston this week. I think, you know, it's a good chance they're at home. But Houston at this point has been the best team in the Big 12. I don't think there's not much of a debate about that. And tonight we have three exciting games, Texas Tech TCU, Oklahoma and K-State, and Oklahoma State and Kansas. That one's not as exciting, but still big games galore here in the Big 12. All right, that will do it for today's show. Make sure you follow us wherever you guys get your podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You all can find me at Neighbors underscore at NWPod365, and also on YouTube, like the video, subscribe to the channel, all of those things. All right, folks, we'll talk to you tomorrow.